Get ready for comedy. Elmo's horny. Politics. The gay spin on the story was like, Queen Elizabeth fucking loves us. Pop culture. I'm not a sports fan. I don't follow this shit. Sexual harassment of celebrity guests. And you are always welcome in my apartment in New York City. And by my apartment, I mean my bed. <laughs> and poetry. Harder than Vesuvius, more well endowed than the Mastodon. It's the Adam Sank Show on Derek and Romaine 2.0. And for the next hour, you're in the ass. Oh, and now, the one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom. Hello, hello! It's me! It's Adam Sank. You're listening to The Ass. Today is Sunday, June 10th. If you're listening to this episode on adamsank.com slash podcast, and if you're listening elsewhere, thank you. Thank you for listening to my ass. My ass feels your love. My ass would feel your love even more if you left reviews on iTunes or whatever other streaming service you're using. Leave a five-star rating. Talk about how much you love it. Tell a friend. Like our Facebook page and email me at adam at adamsank.com. I really do appreciate it when I get feedback from you guys about the show and uh, also dick pics. I, uh, I like all of that. Um, today, our special guests are identical twin comedians, Stone and Stone. That would be Adam Stone and Todd Stone. I have known them ever since I was on Last Comic Standing in 2008, along with them. Um, they are, they're great guys who live here in New York. Very, very funny. And we'll be talking to them later about what it's like to be identical twin comedians. Not too many people can say that. Uh, but first, I want to welcome back everyone's favorite Frost Pig, my co-host for today, Miss Ryan Frostig. Hello. Hey, Ryan. Hi. Welcome Happy, back. Thank you. It's good to be back on the ass. Do you know what today is? It's a very, very special episode. I think I do. It is our 50th, 50th episode, episode of The Ass. Come on. Happy 50th. Thank you. I'm hearing that sooner than later. I know I don't look a day over 47, <laughs> but uh, we've actually had more than 50 if you count the best of episodes, sure. but I am not counting them because I am not cheating. We've had 50 original full-length OG episodes Eps. of The Adam Sank Show. It's really amazing. amazing how fast the time goes by. It's blossomed into something. Has it? Well... <laughs> Maybe it's just stay the same. It's blossoming. Um, sure. I do have listeners, uh, as, as we've talked about in other countries, and the listenership seems to be growing and spreading into new places. When last I looked, we had listeners in Bulgaria mm. and the Czech Republic. Hot. And um, let's say China and Japan and Indonesia. And I would most like to hear from you guys. I know that you uh, probably don't listen to the live show, but uh, you know, send a bitch an email. Adam at adamsank.com or a dick pic. Send me your Chinese penis. Both. Just please. Yeah. Uh, let it, let me know how you found the show. I'm very curious about that, particularly if you're uh, living somewhere else. Also at the board is our uh, beautiful and bodacious associate producer, JB. Hi, hi. Our, hey, girl, hey. Our comely intern, Elvis, is uh, across the room. His hair is tied back in a, in a, a tight little ponytail. He's looking beautiful. Pom-pom moment. He's got a little pom-pom. Yeah. Elvis's hair is both um, dyed blonde and also very kinky. I'm very jealous of how. So it's, we can't hear you unless you're at a microphone, dear. Come to the mic. You're watching what? me? Wait, hold on. You can't just run away. Yeah, you that was a hit and run, Elvis. I turn on the mic first. Why am I always running away from you all? What are you, what are you trying <laughs> to say? Question. I said my hair is matching with you. 
the hair is matching with you. Oh, matching. Yeah. I think you said yes. watching. Yes, our hair is both an unnatural shade of platinum. Yes. Hot. I want it to look like you, Elvis. That's why I did it. Well, listen, we have a lot to talk about today, and we're, we're wasting time on Elvis's hair. Um, it is our 50th episode. Thank you all for listening. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We're going to start with some exciting uh, statistics, Ryan. Mm. I know statistics I always statistics. make good radio. Um, a new poll is out, and uh, I know you love a poll. Mm, I do. And the percentage of American... I also like a poll. I, I, as do I. I think we all agree on that. I'd love to get on a poll for the exercise. You know, there's that whole movement, that whole pole dancing. Oh, no, pole dancing. coin. <laughs> well, that works too. JB will be seen at your local Chippendales soon. Uh, no, here's the poll. The percentage of American adults identifying as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender has increased to its highest level. It's up to 4.5%. Which to all of us in the community seems incredibly low, but but, but it's the most ever. Yeah, it's it, great. That was in 2017. It's up from 4.1% in 2016 and 3.5% in 2012. This is a Gallup poll, and the latest estimate is based on over 340,000 interviews conducted as part of Gallup's daily tracking. Um, and that is the number of... Out. Correct. It's based on responders who say yes when asked the following question. Do you personally identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender? Um, so, in other words, 4.5% of all Americans would, would mean that 11 million adults identify as LGBT. I feel like I've slept with a million of them. Same. Are we counting the DL ones? Because I don't think we count the DL ones. We're not. As, as Ryan was just pointing out, these yeah. are only people who say yes to the question. So, if they call a DL... And they say, are you gay? They're going to say no. So I feel like there's a lot more than... Absolutely. But 4.5% is still pretty good. And here's the, the even more encouraging statistic. 67% now support same-sex marriage. Hallelujah. That is way up. Um, oh, wait. Here's some more. Before we get to that, here's some breakdowns of the gay people. Millennials uh, are way more gay than older Americans, Obviously. seven yeah, point seven point. Uh, I'm sorry, 8.1% of millennials identify as LGBTQ. Um, Generation X, which is my cohort, was only up 0.2%. So we're still in the closet. Um, but as I was saying, it's the highest the highest level ever in Gallup's polling now supports gay marriage. Um, in each of their last three annual polls, polls they've recorded three percentage point increases among americans who say who say same-sex marriages should be legally valid um that is up 40 percentage points from 1996 when only 27 percent supported gay marriage that is a sea change truly that's a motherfucking sea change 27 percent in 96 67 percent in 2018 anyone who says we aren't winning the culture war they are not Can informed. lick my bloody ass. Oh, why? <laughs> why do you have to go there? Yes, queen. Just to remind the listeners that I'm doing this show with a bloody ass. <laughs> bloody ass. Still not recovered. Ass. Speaking of bloody asses. Yes. This is a really, really disturbing story. Have you ever heard of Pogo? Uh, like a pogo stick? No. There's a, a musician named Pogo. He's also known as Nick Burtka. Ah. He's also known as Fagatron. The name of his YouTube profile is Fagatron. I had never heard of him. He's apparently hugely popular. He's someone who takes Disney songs 
and remixes them into dance tracks and they get millions of, of views and downloads. How Disney allows this, I don't know. Uh, but Pogo is an Australian uh, electronic musician and he made headlines for all the wrong reasons this week in which he posted a video in which he explained why his page is called Fagatron and you're not going to like the reason. Take a listen. Honesty. Um, I came up with Fagatron because I've always had a very thorough dislike of homosexuals. I, I've never liked a grown man acting like a 12-year-old girl. I've always found that to be quite uh, disgusting. And so uh, I thought to myself, how best can I express to the world that gays are just an abomination? Um, or I guess to be a bit more PC about it, how can I express to the world that I view gays as an abomination? So um, I thought, well, um, here in Australia, we, we will like to call, well, I think in America as well, you guys like to call gays fags or faggots. I think nothing encapsulates really the, 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 the sissiness of a gay guy quite like the word faggot, you know? So I thought to myself, well, I'm gonna call myself uh, faggotron and hopefully uh dead oh well yeah we lost the end of that clip but i think you got the gist mm -hmm. one of the um more puzzling aspects of this story is if you hated faggots why would you call yourself faggotron well isn't like i i get i get the sense that faggotron is something that like um some sort of like robot to destroy faggots Wait, is that how it works with the word tron I, don't I always thought a Tron was like a, a, a form of. Yeah, like that. To me, Fagatron, he is. It just sounds like he's using the word wrong and he's just <laughs> breeding hate. Like he's. But I think his intentions are to somehow like destroy. But then, but then if that was his intention, he shouldn't be remixing Disney song for a little homosexual well, boy, well that knowing that all us gay people love our Disney music. So okay. why are you remixing songs for us if you hate us? Well, That's clearly, uh, anyone who's an electronic dance musician has tons of gay fans, and and he is a very popular uh, person, or at least he was. So as horrible as that was, that was not even the worst part of the video. He actually at one point said that when the nightclub shooting happened in Orlando he was like yeah and then he kind of fist bumped on the video hmm. so needless to say this uh, was met with uh, great shock and outrage on the internet and I'm gonna call him Bertka because I refuse to call him Pogo Nick Bertka uh, released a follow-up video in which he sort of explained himself and sort of apologized although I don't feel like the explanation is valid, and I certainly don't feel like the apology was sincere. But it turns out that he's one of these alt-right types, like Milo Yiannopoulos, mm -hmm. who likes to trigger those of us who are fragile snowflakes on the left. And so here was his explanation video. As I've grown older, I've become more and more aware of certain political parties, certain social movements. Um, I'm an artist. I feel very passionately about things. It's one of the reasons why uh, I make music in the first place, right? I need to open a valve very often. Um, there, are, there is a culture of people who have made themselves very known, especially around the time of Trump's election, who are the sort of people that demand safe spaces. They demand trigger warnings at universities. They call themselves adults, but they require an environment uh, akin to a creche. 
That interests me. Okay, and these are people who are all over Twitter. Anyone who's visited Tumblr in the past several years knows about this sort of person, the person who will uh, advocate for um, understanding and tolerance and peace and love. And then the moment they hear something they think is disagreeable, they're jumping all over the death threat button. So in other words, he claims he doesn't actually feel this way. He just wanted to, like, trigger us. That sounds like bullshit out the asshole. And complete like he he meant we i was looking at the video watching this man's face he means what he says absolutely right and he because no one's listening and no one's down with his music anymore he wants to apologize because he realized that we are funding him right so this sounds like fuckery and i don't believe like i this this just no offense to you guys this just sounds like white people bullshit and don't understand how it feels to be oppressed at all because I, I feel like as well, men, I, I'll give you that it's straight white people bullshit. Yeah, here's a, here's someone who has has had never known what it is to be hated, to be oppressed, to be uh, attacked simply for what you are. He has no notion of that. So he thinks that if any one of us complains about such thing, about such treatment, then we're just being overly fragile. Right. And needing a safe space, not like no, we're actually afraid for our lives yeah. because we're actually killed for these exactly. things. Exactly. But I'll say that that is a form of white privilege, right there. Absolutely. He's very ignorant to the struggles of anyone, and he's just he thinks it's a game, and it's it a game. Bothers my spirit. Yeah. No. It's it's really it was really disturbing, and Quite I th- and and his explanation in some ways was even more disturbing to me. It sounds and like a sociopath. Week, he'll be our guest. And next week on he will show. be. No, I mean, no. I, I wouldn't want him on the show because no, I, I wouldn't want to give. I mean, I've already given him too much airtime, but yeah. I just, uh, I was, I don't know, I was kind of shocked by this whole thing. And I feel like part of the far right, part of what makes them so dangerous is that they feel like they're the ones who are oppressed. Right. You know, like, oh, it's, these people are all over Twitter. No, you know what's all over Twitter? Racism, homophobia, mm-hmm. like, Trump supporters spewing the most vile hatred and venom towards the rest of us. And they're the ones who are aggrieved. They're the ones who are victimized. Right. It's people, so backwards. People ask me why I don't have a Twitter. And it's for the exact same reason. Because people can post wherever they want in 140 characters or less. It's just like Now Facebook. it's more. It's just like Facebook. I don't want to see that fuckery. That's why I have Instagram look at beautiful pictures at people. It's fair enough. Good for you, Jamie. Well, JB. people are finding ways to spew it on uh, all... Platforms. No, you stop that. You leave you leave the people, people lower Instagram. <laughs> Listen, my Instagram feed is purely ass it's and pure, drag. It's pure faggotry. So that's it's, all it's I'm Fagatron. Yes. Ryan, Ryan is the new Fagatron. Um, all right. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum is a celebrity who's doing amazingly wonderful things for the LGBTQ community. Are you guys fans of Imagine Dragons? Yes. Yes, actually. I do. I do Radioactive? like some of their songs. I love song? them. I love that one song that goes... Um, it's where my demons hide. It's demons. where my demons hide. That's such a good song. Anyway, their lead singer, Dan Reynolds, who is a member of the Mormon Church, the uh, um, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, he is a huge LGBTQ advocate, even though he is not himself gay. And he had some experience um, with the Mormon church, some negative experience, because he was actually kicked out of Brigham Young University, which is their university, when he was caught having sex with his girlfriend. And it, in, in some way, gave him this insight as to what it is to be a gay person in the Mormon church. Take a listen to Dan Reynolds. 
I had a lot of friends growing up who were Mormon and gay. I saw the conflict that they dealt with, not being able to tell their parents. So the small amount of shame I felt exponentially is what these queer, gay Mormons are feeling. These LGBT Mormons are just so um, marginalized. Deal, you know, there's so many statistics now that show the levels of anxiety and depression uh, are through the roof. And I've just, enough is enough. And it all stems from one thing, and that is leadership that tells these parents and these youth that their most innate, beautiful sense of sexuality and being is wrong and flawed, and thus leaving them only with the option of celibacy or mixed orientation marriage, which we know through research is just devastating and leads to anxiety and depression. I really want to change that in any way I can. I have a lot of fire in me right now. So Reynolds is part of this uh, upcoming HBO documentary called Believer, which is about uh, the struggle of gay Mormons um, trying to reconcile their sexual orientation with their religious upbringing and, and the shunning that they receive from the church. And, um, and he's really become one of the, the, the biggest voices in the Mormon community for gay people. Mm-hmm. Wait, and so just to clarify, he is... He's he not is gay. not gay. So he is like he's an ally. He's an ally. He really is, uh, what it means to be an ally. Absolutely, and he's still an active member of the church. He says in that same interview, he's like, I don't want to leave the church. People have told me just leave. He's like, I love Mormons. They're right. wonderful, beautiful, loving people. They're intelligent. They care about each other. He's like, the problem is not with Mormons. It's with the teachings of this church and the treatment of this church of LGBTQ people. And he's trying to like change the church from within yeah be the change you want to see in the world he says being an advocate for the lgbtq community has brought nothing but grief to his mormon family um and he sort of pushes their buttons when he was uh, watching he was they were having sunday dinner together and he said if jesus were alive he'd be a democrat for sure and they all freaked out <laughs> but he says i'm not doing this for any purpose other than my heart and the universe tells me to do so the documentary Believer premieres on uh, June 25th on HBO, just in time for New York City Pride Yay! and L.A. Pride and San Francisco Pride, I think. I think so. I think they're all the same. Oh, week. Yes, queen! So thank you, Dave. Re- uh, sorry, Dan Reynolds. And that's the right way to use your celebrity. Not like Pogo. Yeah, Pogo. Fucking Fagatron. What's a Pogo? That just sounds like a homosexual Pogo stick. Everything about him sounds homosexual. Um, speaking of homophobia... Uh, we have a list now of the six worst states for gay and lesbian couples. Can't wait to hear. The 2017 American Values Atlas from the uh, non-profit, nonpartisan research uh, group Public Religion Research, sorry, the Public Religion Research Institute um, has come out with this list. And basically it shows you which states support LGBTQ couples the least. Mm-hmm. And already, the number one state, the worst place to live for gay and lesbian couples is North Carolina. Shocker. Uh, Coming in close second, Louisiana and West Virginia. They're tied for second. Tennessee, Mississippi, and then... Oh, no, I have it backwards, you guys. Okay, sorry. The (laughs) the worst is Alabama. Mm -hmm. Alabama is always the worst in everything. Um, No no shade to anyone listening from Alabama. I know there's a lot of wonderful people down there, but the uh, majority of the state are 
backward ass fucks. Yes. And only 41% of the people in Alabama support LGBTQ marriage. Then you go to Mississippi with 42%, Tennessee 46 Virginia and Louisiana with 48 and North Carolina with 49 In contrast, the following Northeastern states have exceeded 70% in their support. Vermont, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. Shocker. No Connecticut. Meanwhile, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Georgia, the majority of people in those states do support same-sex marriage, but only by a tiny amount. Kentucky, 51%. Arkansas and Georgia, 52%. Listen, it's still better than Alabama. Absolutely. Uh, The groups that are, uh, uh, let's see, white evangelical Protestants still have a way to go. Only a third of them support it. I'm surprised it's that high. Um, Just 40% of Mormons support it. Again, I think that's pretty high, given that it's the Mormon church. Um, Both white evangelicals and Mormons support denial of service to LGBTQ people based on religion. And so does Mike Pence, our vice president. Yes. Um, 73% of Democrats and 60% of independents oppose the denial of service uh, based on sexual orientation. Uh, among Republicans, a slim majority, 52% approve. Um, moderate and liberal Republicans strongly oppose. Anyway, we still have a ways to go, is the bottom line. And try not to live in Alabama if you can possibly help it. Just try to avoid it. I want to talk about something way more fun. And because we do have Ryan Frostick here for just a few more minutes before he has to go off to his hotel job, uh, Vulture.com came out with something amazing. They ranked every single Snatch Game impersonation throughout the history of RuPaul's Drag Race, um, from the very, very best to the very, very worst. And uh, okay. so I just want to go through, the, the first of all, the five best and just get a quick take on this from Ryan Frostig. Yes. At number five is Bob the Drag Queen as Uzo Aduba and Carol Channing from oh season God. eight. This was brilliant and also groundbreaking because uh, Bob was the first queen to deliver two separate performances on Snatch Game. It was very brave. So smart, so funny. She slayed. Number two, Bendela Krem as Paul Lind on All Stars 3. Well, you had some feelings about this. I didn't think this was good. No. She didn't sound anything like Paul Lind, and she was dressed like Charles Nelson Riley. However, true. However, if you can make RuPaul laugh, that is the only thing that matters. Absolutely. Chad Michaels as Cher from season four. This one is like, I mean, it, it was, that's what Chad, that's Chad's gig. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so I would hope so. I would hope that he could deliver that. Um, it didn't necessarily make me laugh, but it was pretty great. You think he had an unfair advantage? Yeah. It was pretty fucking good. It was amazing. It's, it's the. Oh, oh. Although he says that Cher does not do that. Um, let's see what Vulture has to say. Mm, this is someone who has made her life's work being the best goddamn Cher impersonator there, there is. Um, the reinventions via wig reveals, the casual profanity, and yes, the voice were all there, cultivated to goddess of pop perfection. Uh, this, this snatch game might not have been worth putting on La Mer. What does that mean? But Chad very easily walked away with the challenge win. Uh, number two, Jinx Monsoon as little Edie Bouvier Beale. I might have put this first. This was, this was iconic. This was amazing. And this was probably one of the first, um, 
Snatch Game? Because for a while, especially in the beginning, everyone was doing like artists. You know, everyone was doing Britney or Pink or Lady Gaga. Or, right. Like, you know, this was one of the first uh, characters that was something like a little bit more highbrow. You know, so it was very um, specific. Well, most none of the other queens knew who she was doing. Exactly. And I'm sure there were a lot of people in the audience who didn't know. The fact that she still was brilliant and hilarious, even if you didn't know who little Edie was. Right. That's the whole point. She was great because she was very specific. Exactly. She was that character. And number one, according to Vulture.com, is Alaska Thunderfuck as Mae West from All Stars 2. Ryan Frostig, your thoughts? I mean, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty... Um, it was again. It was. It, it was sort of like similar to uh, Jinx, where it's like there was a certain percentage of people that would know who she was, but because she sold it so well and with such poise and with such like commitment, it was hilarious. Well, Vulture Shantae, said, you stay." Thank you. Vulture says the tiny moans, the snatched vintage look, the drooping tongue. It was all perfect. Comedically, it was old Hollywood meets raw Alaska humor, and so it bears repeating, it was perfect. This was, plain and simple, The Alaska Show, and it gave us the single best Snatch Game showing yet. And the, and the, the most famous line from it was, why don't you come and fuck me in the ass sometime? <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, if you're wondering, by the way, where Bianca Del Rio's Judge Judy came in on the list, it was number nine. Mm. That was Much lower than some people would have put it. Right. Now, as to the worst... Yes. <laughs> they give the absolute worst at number 87. Uh, and by the way, I thought about, like, well, haven't there been more than 87 Drag Race contestants? Yes, but they haven't all made it to Snatch exactly. Game. Exactly. So there's only been 87, and they put at the dead last Alyssa Edwards as Katy Perry from season five. Which was pretty bad. However, I would say that uh, Asia O'Hara's Beyonce was 10 times more offensive to that particular artist than Alyssa Edwards Katy Perry was incidentally Ryan Frostig really does have an encyclopedic knowledge of RuPaul's Drag Race it's it's the biggest waste of, of brain power I've ever seen but but you, also the best but you know like literally I could name if I were reading from the internet sure. any queen who's ever appeared on RuPaul's Drag Race and you could tell me what season they were on when they went home. When they went home, what they, they had to lip wore. sync, I mean, what they wore. It's fat. We've got to I'm figure so out. That would be a fun game. Let's let's try to start. Should we do that? Well, the I next should. Time I should here. be writing these kind of lists. Absolutely. This is what be. I need to be doing. This we need to calling. figure out a way for you to monetize this. We really do. Because uh, right now it's not doing a goddamn thing. <laughs> it for truly you. is not. <laughs> um, well, speaking of RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Willem made headlines a few weeks ago. He was on Katia's podcast. I guess Katy is still doing her podcast. And um, Willem revealed that at the Republican National Convention in the year 2000 in Philadelphia, quote, I sucked eight dicks in one day. Hot. Two of them in the same hotel. Yes, queen! At the time, Willem worked with an escort service called Premier uh, shortly after he was emancipated from his parents at 16. Can I just say, if you're going to work as a hooker at 16, you probably shouldn't have been emancipated from your parents. That's just the old fuddy-duddy in me. Probably. Uh, Willem says, quote, it was like a fun period of, for me from 17 to 18 where I was a hooker. I liked it because being underage, I could say to the guys, hey, if any of those pictures you took of me for extra money end up on the Internet, then I'm going to come after you for child porn. <laughs> Willem claims he was mostly an oral girl and probably saw around 130 clients during his tenure as a sex worker. He was paid 120 per client. Of the 120, he kept 85. The rest went to the house. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
he recalls the time a businessman offered uh, Willem $20 for a back massage, then invited her back to his hotel room. He had clearly hired a lot of hookers because he was very on the level saying, half an hour massage, half an hour blowjob, $200. Willem said, it's a deal. He was a very unattractive man, Willem recalled. Not a nice person, but the dick was transcendent. I, I went to town on that guy. prick's prick. It was large, but not intimidating. It was curved and proportionate to his giant body. It was the most wonderful first hooking experience ever. Yes, queen! That's sweet. That's such a nice story, isn't it? At well, this, on that note, Ryan... I have to leave you. We have to bid you adieu. Oh, you're, terrible timing. You're off in search of your own transcendent cock. I am. Lucky. Or whole. <laughs> yes. All of the above. Ryan, thank you for being with us today you, and uh, and last week as well. How can people follow you on social media? You can follow me at Ryan Frosting, which is not my actual last name, but it is what most people think my last name is. Right, because his actual name is Frostig without the Exactly. The Frosting without the N is my real name. My Instagram handle is at Ryan Frosting. Which I think is a mistake, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> thank well, you. Ryan, thank you for being on the ass. And uh, it is now time for our fabulous guests to join us. Ryan, hand over your microphone and, uh, and headphones. Our guests today are two comedians who also happen to be identical twins. They've been seen on Last Comic Standing, Comedy Central, and Access TV's Gotham Comedy Live. Here is a taste of of the comedy stylings of Stone and Stone. You know, a lot of people think that just because we're twins, we're exactly the same. And that's not true. We actually have many differences. We do. And we have a game called Notice the Differences. Yeah. You guys want to hear our game? Yeah, we're yeah. Notice the differences. My favorite color is red. My favorite color is blue. My favorite flavor is vanilla. My favorite flavor is chocolate. I like dogs. I do drugs. <laughs> I've slept with 25 women. Between the two of us, we've slept with 25 women. <laughs> Please give a warm ass welcome to Adam Stone and Todd Stone, aka Stone and Stone. Hey. Hi. Welcome, gentlemen. What's up? We're so glad to be here. You Adam. found your way into this yes, hot we did. studio. It really you were is right very about hot. this. We thought you were just trying to get us to take off our clothes or something. Well, I usually am. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. yeah, there's no air conditioning in this building on the weekends because why would you? Yeah. Why yeah. would you care? I mean, about, interestingly, give a shit about it's not those warm of us. outside. You know? I know. No, yeah. it's it's cool and humid, and whenever it's humid, this place is like a giant armpit. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And you guys did not heed my warning. You're dressed no, in long sleeved button down yeah. Oxfords. Yeah. Well, we were afraid you were going to try and do something to it. No, I'm kidding. No. We have plans for later. Not that we would be against that. Get, get your face closer to that microphone. I yeah, don't want to miss a word of this. Not that we would be against you doing something, you know, what, but whatever. Um, uh, I ha We have a little birthday celebration afterwards, and we thought this was the most appropriate attire. Whose birthday? It's a friend of ours slash our, our mom's. Like both. Uh, oh, so it's like a family it's birthday. It's like a family yeah. friend's birthday. But, but yeah. my answer to that, that might be his answer, is that I wear this always. That's yeah, your that's uniform. This is my this uniform. This is our uniform. A, a button-down really? shirt and pants and I, yeah. Because you're the straight guy. I am the straight guy. And no, we, should, we should mention that one is gay and one is straight. But yes. to be fair, but one, it's interesting, one of the most identical things about us, I think, and by the way, I have a, a little bit of an allergy type thing, is our voices. Yes. So for those of you who are out there listening, you really, I don't think you could tell... Much the illusion is even better if you can't see you. Yeah, you can't tell. But you are wearing similar colors. You're both in, in blue, button I mean, down. To be fair, I think we also dress alike. We used to mm -hmm. share shirts <coughs> when we lived together. Put we that face in front of the mic. Tom. Oh, so sorry, Adam. Just keep it in there. 
Yeah, stick it yeah. in there. I, I've had guests on the thing, show before who who are too far away, and then my kind of new to me. Do you know that I, I've never given a full on blowjob? What? Uh huh. All right. And well, yet, and yet I've been. Are we gonna get the into only that? reason why I mention this, listeners, is that <laughs> Adam keeps telling me to put the the mic is very phallic and it's like it's right thick. in front of my it's face. It's like yeah. a beer can and, cock. And it, so and he keeps telling me to yeah. bring my mouth closer to it. So that's the only. reason I just want to make that. sure that we hear you now. Uh, so speaking of which, we were all on uh, Last Comic Standing mm-hmm. season we six were. together back in two thousand eight. You two made it a lot farther than I did because no. I have no talent. Hardly Stop it, that it's a joke. Now I had always assumed that you were both gay uh, <laughs> as funny. we as we recently uh, determined but it turns out only one of you is gay and and the gay one Todd you only came out fairly recently yeah what how did that work when did you come out and how so I I guess it was a process should I tell the whole story we got nothing but time here really yeah okay so well I guess I came out is this uh, I came out to my parents and to my brother first to to my brother yeah um when I was um, 18 or 19. I was 19. just 19. And, and I always then, think of that number as Can Bruno. I be serious? Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Oh, serious? It's a, okay. it's a dramedy. It's a dramedy. It's a dramedy. <laughs> when I was, uh, when I tell people my story, it's no longer going to be intimate because I will have said this on the, but anyway, oh, it, no. it still will be intimate. It's in, this is intimate right now, right? Yes, yeah, very. There's like four people in the room. You have a you have yeah, our yeah, attention. Yeah. So we, right. we only so, have, we only have several hundred listeners. It's a it's <laughs> okay, a, good, it's good, a good, boutique good, good. show. Excellent, I like that. So I I told my brother when I was 19, sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. that you know, I I was probably more interested in. I wasn't necessarily straight, is the way I put it. Kind of like is that how you put it? I don't remember that. Well, I said that to the to all to mom and dad. Oh, okay. Okay. But maybe to you. I'm not necessarily straight. Yeah, yeah. No, but I said that to mom and dad. I said, you know, I'm not necessarily like all. You know, like I don't necessarily like girls exclusively. But anyway, so so I said that to you first, then to the parents about Mm -hmm. two weeks later. 19 years old. Okay. Then a few. Let me interrupt for one sec, Adam. When he told you that, were you surprised or did you have an inkling? You know, I I didn't really think about it or care. I, I mean, it was really just like when you're of that age, like, you know, you have your mindset, you assume everyone is kind of thinking the way you do about sexuality and stuff. But like, you know what the weird thing about being told that someone's gay? If someone, if you find out that someone's gay, I think everyone just automatically connects the dots. And it's like, oh, okay, I could see that. Now that you say that, okay, that makes sense. And that could be about anyone on the planet. Right. Like you say, oh, that person's gay. Okay, so they're like that. That makes sense. So like, like yeah, I had a little of, okay, that would make, but no, I didn't see but it. But I have I to imagine care. when it's your identical <clears throat> twin who comes out to you, yeah. it's not the same as when a, a non-twin brother or a sister or a, a friend comes out to you, you right? I because hear, you, you grew up like, yeah. Fused at the at the hip. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, know. not literally. They're not Siamese. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. We've I, never even really had this conversation about like, did you know? Oh, good. Well, no, I, I love I, this. Someone, you, some twin woman, the twin woman asked me that. You weren't did. on the phone, but I was I talking still about that. I haven't met her. <coughs> yeah, and anyway, there's a twin specialist who we've been talking to. Anyway. <laughs> like yeah, a twin yeah. therapist? No, no, like no, a specialist. She, we she's met her once and she's like she's an academic and she's been interviewing. She's studying you too. She's studying us. So... I don't, I, I really haven't, yeah, when he said it, I was like, okay, cool, I could see that, fine, and then, but I didn't know, it was a surprise. Right. And, uh, but not a huge one, and then it's like, okay, cool, let's, what's the next step? Let's move forward. Sorry if that's not And I wasn't afraid exciting, to tell but, him, and I wasn't yeah. afraid that he would be at all 
you know, not accepting. Yeah, I mean, right. we we did stop after that moment. We stopped having sex with each other because I <laughs> exactly. thought that might be a little <laughs> triggering or something for him. Because yeah. I thought it was just we, we just yeah, had sex, but it wasn't a yeah, gay. We thought it was just a twin thing. thing. Just and a twin then connection. I was like, okay, you know what? Now can I tell you know. if my friend Walt is listening to this? He yeah. just started masturbating because that's his <laughs> ultimate fantasy. Oh, really? He's twins? All about identical twins. Oh, wow. So, Todd, to continue with your story, so you you told Adam and your parents when you were nineteen. So, yeah, I told him when I was 19. And I don't want to get the, to, you know, serious here unless... But anyway, he'll be the funny one for today. Okay. okay? So, um... Uh, don't worry about being funny. I can make it funny. Yeah, okay, you'll, you'll make it funny. <laughs> so, anyway... So, then I went... Uh, so, then, like, a few days later... So, I told my parents. They were like, okay. I think they were surprised. Um, and so, a few days later, my dad came over to me and he was like, you know, I... I've done a little research. Wow, you're going there. Well, yeah, that's okay. what I was gonna do. I get it. Don't, Shit. Don't don't do uh, do don't muzzle not, him. Why okay. would you? I'm ruin not gonna it muzzle. Like, well, no, I'm I mean, so sorry. I don't have to. No. I, I'm not placing blame on anyone. It, okay. Is it like, safe to say your dad had a had a problem with it at, at first? No, I I don't think he. I had a problem with it. That's uh-huh. the reason why I came out only two years ago. I didn't want to be gay. I didn't want this for myself. Sure. So it was about kind of me coming to terms with it and um, and ultimately and, and skipping ahead uh, um, I, I was I had dated girls all throughout my 20s mm-hmm. and I guess I was able to get an erection um, you know for a, as was a, I a, a girl and some um, of the time and I and I dated a girl who I really loved for about two years and we were kind of heading in the direction of marriage and then I was I was thinking well you know I, I don't think I can move forward with this. I've never even had a sexual encounter with a guy. Right. I wasn't one of those people where, like, you know, in in high school, middle school, I had some little tryst thing. And it's because you didn't grow up with me. <laughs> yeah. I would have seduced you like at thirteen. Oh, that's um, nice. I, that's I was everyone's first gay experience. By wow. the way. Yeah. Um, so and when they were the same age as me, let's be clear. But that's okay. pretty. I mean. I don't want to flip it to you that you so you're saying you came out or whatever early no I was in total denial I I didn't come out as gay until I was in my 20s like about like 21 or 22 oh so you were kidding but about I, the team but no thing. no I'm not kidding oh. I I w- was so split I completely compartmentalized sex yeah. from the rest of my identity and from my emotions so yeah. I had girlfriends I loved girls yeah. I thought I was going to get married yeah I just thought that gay sex was something that everyone secretly wanted and secretly did. Because I did, and yes. so did everyone I tried it with. Yeah, yeah, uh, everyone yeah. was up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I didn't realize is that they would all eventually like grow out of what was an experimental phase. Interesting. And a horny phase. You know, when a, a 16-year-old boy, there aren't a lot of options for him. So yeah. if some guy wants to suck his dick, he's probably going to let them. Sexuality oh. is amazing. It and, really and is fascinating. Because you're right. And, and you think that the guys who you had these... Uh, sexual encounters with you don't think they were gay well i've kept up with almost all of them on facebook and or in real life uh-huh. and they're and to a man they're all married with kids uh, wait what do you mean to a man you mean they're married every one of them to women no i'm sorry that's an expression to a uh, man meaning every single one of them oh okay sorry. um is married with kids to okay. a woman yeah yeah and how many i mean roughly was it five oh, ten? boy you don't have to t- say but i mean i pr- <laughs> at, at least five. Yeah. So do you, five. I mean, we could get into There were two that were like so regular. It's like a spectrum kind of thing. Or I, you do a th- I do that? think sexuality is a spectrum. Yeah. I mean, look, I had sex with girls. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, Same here. It just wasn't good it. enough that I wanted to keep doing it my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So, but back to Todd. So, so how old were you when you actually was like, 
when you, when you were ready to come out, tell the well, world, again, and, then and it kind of was gradual in the sense that you know I started telling close friends probably at around. 30, so you cannot 31. admit our age. <laughs> oh, sorry, 30, 31. And then, and then, you know, more recently, over the past year and a half or so, yeah. we've been talking about this on stage in our comedy. Oh, yes, and yes. so that's very public. Uh, and in a way, it's very, it's easier to discuss on stage than you know face to face. Even though I really don't care about that anymore. But no, but I get that. I mean, when yeah. uh, just to just bring me in a little bit, please. Um, the I'm kidding. I'm enjoying this, but the. Uh, like my first stand-up, I actually did alone in college. We went to the same yeah. college together. I was going to ask how the how the um, how it evolved. Duo, uh, st- yeah. Began. I started stand-up like sophomore year of college, and luckily it went well the first time. And then we were like, "Oh, let's do it together." And we started a Stone and Stone show. We yeah, called it. and um, he was very funny. Thank you. And you were thank too, you. and thank are. You. Anyway, thank you. I lost my train of thought. Oh, so so I would be very. Foul. You know, I think any young comedian, the easiest things to talk about are just dirty. Yes. You know, masturbating. Yeah. Especially and, straight guys. Is it? Okay, interesting. Yeah. So I, I've yeah. talked about masturbating and that kind of stuff a lot. And there's another topic, but masturbating was the main one. And uh, I did it in front of my parents, in front of a crowd. And it was people you didn't like... actually masturbate no. in front of them. You did <laughs> no, masturbation no, 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 no. material. No, he did that. Yes, exactly. He does that and, still. Uh, and <laughs> I, I have a towel that I use. <laughs> Want to talk about that? Whatever. My wife knows about it. Anyway, hopefully she won't know this. Anyway, so... Uh, uh, you guys have a great way of opening people up. You Thank talk you. To you about my masturbation. And hey, by the way, how are and you? Hey, yeah, what's up? This is JB, our associate producer. Hey, JB. What's up? And uh, they, uh, unfortunately, the second round of guests, I never get to introduce them to anyone. Oh, okay, um, that's okay. The hey, first JB. show is live, so it's different. But awesome. that's JB, and this is Elvis, our intern. Elvis, yes, yeah, yeah, Elvis, yeah, yeah. We Elvis, us Elvis the, took in, us in into the this lobby. Place. Thank this you, Elvis. Thank you, Elvis. Anyway, oh, I don't know. This was this whole thing was a little like add on to your story, so I'm sorry, but I'll just finish it, which is. People said, oh, I can't believe you're talking about, like, you know, masturbation in front of your parents in in the room. And it's just, like, one-on-one, if I looked them in the eye and talked yeah. about it, it would be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But in in a crowd, it's absolutely Sure, fine. I say stuff on stage and on the radio that I would never yeah. say exactly. yeah, to yeah, my yeah, parents' yeah. faces. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just saying that. Anyway, continue, Todd. Sorry. And particularly here, we literally can't even yeah. see faces. Yeah, and we're talking, yeah. I mean, on stage, at least you know there are... That's like, why I yeah. love radio. However yeah. many people. It is yeah. an intimate medium. Yeah. So You were going on, Todd. I want, I want to... No, I want to know about your comedy specifically but i just have to finish this yes, so yeah. why have you not uh had a penis in your mouth yet i would think <laughs> well, that would be the know, first I, thing i take things slowly and i have been very concerned about you know uh stds and and uh, and that i don't want to call it paranoia but that extreme concern has been has maybe put some has put limits on my uh uh, on on my activity sure um and so so that hasn't happened yet but i i've been intimate with men and i look forward to perhaps getting to that point um where i um with someone who i trust enough and we've been monogamous for a long enough time that i feel like that would be cool well the first time you actually like do everything with a guy you're gonna explode I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. over 30 yeah. years of uh, <laughs> pent up. Now, listen, I don't think it's a bad thing to take things slow. I think most of us, certainly I, am on the opposite extreme and, uh, you know, jumped in head for- first and was a complete whore 
for most of my life and and now have you know the scars and the consequences to show for it actually scars but uh, yo yeah 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 it's all <laughs> over my body but uh, but no i but but hopefully yeah i hope you do get to that point because yeah, it's a I, wonderful I thing so. and, yeah, and just so you know um you know most uh, diseases are not spread via oral sex and, i know and the that's ones why, that are easily that's fit. why i'm kind of um yeah. i realize i'm like kind of crazy i yeah. know i honestly as like I, maybe we are well we're jewish so there's some erotic to elements to sure that. uh not erotic neurotic just to clarify that um maybe some erotic too <laughs> in fact, but since we're on the subject and yeah. we're talking about sex i um i've tried you know uh i tried getting um flavored condoms there you go because i thought go. maybe that could at least yeah. and by the way i've got believe me my my face my mouth has been very close oh that's good to and on the penis but i cover the head yeah like with the oh, other you, one you so do what co- you do what i call fisting and not the good kind <laughs> when you make a fist <laughs> Around their penis, but and no, you pretend like you're sucking it, but really yeah, the fist is doing yeah, yeah. all that. Yes, I really, I don't like. It's not like a card, but and I haven't pulled. On, you know, anyway, but uh, uh, so that the uh, I tried the um, the flavored condom, and it was not a good thing. And the guy wasn't interested. It was just like, no, I take don't. That I got to tell you, as a speaking as a as a typical gay whore, uh, I don't want my dick sucked with a condom, and I don't want to <laughs> suck anyone else's. And dick I totally with a condom. got Interesting. it. I totally yeah. got JB, it. JB, you because I am I am in my youth years. I am a whore. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to, I mean, I can understand us, like, using I condoms like for anal sex. That. Um, th- there's a lot of good reasons to do that, but man, I'd rather just not get a blowjob. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, wait. I'm, were you going somewhere with it? You're a whore, or you just wanted to say you're a whore? I, I mean, I'm a dick sucking whore, I guess. I, oh, okay, I know, good. Like, I thought there was another, you were going to say something else, but that's no, great. No, I mean, you should just suck dick. <laughs> you feel like, don't. Flavor condoms are the worst. It's like using a dental dam. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah, I get all but, no, but, that. Know, By the way, dick sucking whore is Todd's grinder name. Uh, anyone's, uh, <laughs> it's very misleading. But wait, but hold on. But Todd, Todd just to, to I echo to what you say, so you don't jobs. feel bad about it. That's and good. And even with, you know, I think but, hand jobs can be very. I but hate them. That's the worst. You want carpal tunnel? That's yeah. terrible. No, uh, I'm yeah. receiving them. Receiving. He likes them. Anyway, you guys are no, not doing I'm not. I'm not going to stay there for 30 minutes. Adam, do you like a good hand job from a woman? From your wife, let's say. Okay. The, first off, my wife will never listen to this. She cannot listen. <laughs> she won't. What, what did I say already? That's bad. I said she won't. I said about something. your your towel. Oh, your my towel. towel. I talk about my towel. But no. Also, the well, you know, married sex is it's not as as often. And, sure, uh, I, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not as 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 sexual a being anymore, except especially with, once you have kids with my too. towel. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Minus my towel. Is it just one towel? What is the towel story? <laughs> there are levels of how hard it gets, and so when you ha- when it gets extremely stiff, you have to throw it out. But there's like a there's a spectrum. You know, we talking about a spectrum of sex. There's a spectrum of how stiff the towel is, and then it has to get washed. I heard a comedian. I wish I could remember his name. Recently, at one of these uh, little comedy festivals, the yeah. little mini festivals that yeah. they have in New York, and yeah. he said, "I jerk off so much. I'm surprised I haven't given birth to a child that's half gym sock." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. You guys, your act, for those of, you, of us who have seen you, you're, you're very, um, you talk over each other, you finish each other's sentences, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real dialogue. Um, did that start when you were very young before you were even performing, just sort of as twins growing up together? You know, you hear about these twins yeah. who have secret languages with each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Did you have something like that? Well, I would say it was pretty natural. Yeah, it is pretty because natural. Because the story, you want to tell the story? You that could tell it. Or you, have you you been, who's been talking more? I think I'm, well, then, no, but I've I had have. a nice little, yeah. I've had I've a nice little rebound with my towel. Like, serious stuff. And yeah. You've been Fine, then you take funnier. it. Funnier. 
Maybe. I'm sorry, but, but no, you said no, that I should. Adam, Adam, you should be. Good. And no one can tell because our rose is open. <laughs> is that like... No, that's yeah. Romaine of Derek and Romaine. That's, you, they, oh. We're in their studios right oh, now. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Or, no, not... Re- yeah, no, I mean Roseanne. Yeah, anyway. She's not so, Roseanne or Rosie. Yeah, Romaine. Yeah. I mean, Derek Romaine. and Romaine. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry. That's right. Go you ahead. I admit she looked... Oh, in that portrayal, she looks a little like yes. Roseanne. Uh, but I'm sure... Younger. A younger, much younger. Romaine is never going to let you in this studio. No, Romaine is lovely. Believe me, I am sure Romaine has no no thing. It doesn't look like her at all. It's just they share the first two letters. (laughs) This is what their act is like, by the way. No, seriously. I doubt she's anything like her. That's fine. I don't like, obviously, I don't think any of us like her. Romaine's got a thick skin. She won't give a shit. But 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 she's not going to hear this, is she? Uh, Maybe. Derek Derek is more likely to listen to this show. They do pay the bills, though. Well, listen, you could just say, we'll never get them on again. Yeah, just say, yeah, save you. Just say these yeah. idiots that we won't want so them on. T- so to answer the question, did you have this rapport, this this sort oh, of? I think yeah, we did. It was pretty much natural. natural. Sure. And honestly, we didn't even plan on it, and we weren't like, you know, let's just go up and start talking over each other. It, it kind of happened. Well, what just happened is we went saying, to yeah. a um, like about ten years ago. We went to this uh, mostly for actors. It was like a. I was about to say clinic. I didn't mean it. It's it like, like a, a, workshop, a workshop, a workshop where you could you could present on. some bits or whatever you're working on, and then you get feedback from the other performers. And uh, so we had a little act, and we had a board, and we weren't quite ready. So we said, "Wait one second, guys." We were on stage, and we said, "One, one second, we're just working on something." And they started laughing, and then we were like, "No, this isn't it. Just like wait one second. And they like kept yeah. laughing at us. And so basically, they were saying like, "This is just you funny just do when that, you talk do over you. each other, this kind of thing. like this." Because like, in just, college, that's so funny. I, I said I started. Then Todd would do songs, so I'll, and then I did stand so up, we and we were alternated. not on stage together at the same time. So our sh- the Stone and Stone show in college, which luckily really got bigger in camp on campus, which was a lot of fun. But it was me doing stand up, him singing, me doing stand up, him singing. Yeah, and I then used to sing, I yeah. didn't even know that. Time. And in fact, yeah. I really want to try to get back into singing because I, I love it. Talking about you that. should audition for the New York City Gay Men's Chorus. Ryan and I are both members. Really? And we love it. And that's a great way to get laid. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. as you know, I'm not looking to get laid. I know, but, but I'm yeah. just Very, saying yeah, there's yeah. 270 men there. <laughs> and if and you I'm want sure, a date. And they're nice, yeah. uh, right? If you just want a hand job. If oh, you, great. If yeah. you just While I'm sing, singing, that could be yes. nice. And you know I like hand jobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, because I've sure. been backstage with you guys before a show, and it's hilarious to watch you because most comics, when we're backstage before a set, we're looking at our notepad and we're like crossing things out and circling things. You two are talking to each other oh, yeah. furiously about yeah. what you're going to say yeah. on stage. Yeah, because yeah. that, you know, <clears throat> as you know, with stand up, but there probably are difference with, differences between a duo and, and being alone is uh, it if you're good, it looks like it's improvised and you're saying it for the first time yes but it's you want to be loose but but no but but i mean in many ways it's scripted like almost word for word it's stand-up sets i i find i mean even some of the the best stand-ups they're the jokes even the, are there even the crowd work even when when it yeah. looks like they're being yes. spontaneous true. with the crowd true, true. but so for us same thing i mean we need to know our lines and we need to know who's saying what when and the order so you know many times we'll write it where it's like I'm doing these two. You're doing these two. I'm doing these two. You're doing these two. So we so need we to know the that. order, like who's yeah. saying what. But, it, but when. it's funny because your discussion backstage looks exactly like your act. Oh, that's oh, okay. Like you guys are interrupting so you each get other a little and bit of talking. The show. <laughs> the show never ends. It's a never-ending show. Good. You yeah. guys are involved in a new project oh, called yes. Going Both yes. Ways. Thank, Thank you for you. mentioning. I want to hear all about it. Tell the tell the listeners what it is and how they can become a part of it. Sure. Thank you, Adam. So then, so you know, as we were talking about earlier, I came out uh, a little later on, um, 
And so we figured, and Adam recently got married some mm-hmm. years ago and re- and has two little kids. Adam mm-hmm. Stone. Adam not Stone, me. that yes. is, sorry. Yes. Not <laughs> Adam, my brother, Adam. And so, uh, you know, we're still very close. We perform together, not on each other, not you know what I other. mean. You know, uh, we perform <laughs> yeah. together and uh, we figured, and we've made some... Uh, you know, we made a whole lot of videos. Yeah, uh, and some of which have gone, you know, been semi-viral videos. And we thought, why not? Uh, we're looking to create a show, and we thought this is a really interesting dynamic: uh, a gay twin, straight twin. And we've been doing the, this kind of gay straight material on stage. People have been really receptive and thought that's really interesting. So we thought that this is an interesting new angle to explore, and not just gay straight, but. Uh, uh, gay and and the like having kids and and I moved to the suburbs right and that kind of thing and and juxtaposing those and I think there's a lot of room for so we now have there. these kind of different lifestyles even and though I find that word yeah, irritating yeah, like, lifestyle we're so we we remain as close as ever we're best friends ob- not obviously but we are we are uh, you might listeners might not know that but we know that and um and but yet we are exp- having these different experiences and hopefully soon Todd with the penis. But, yeah, that's yeah. But that's on the list. That's on the list. <clears throat> but, but so this is a series that you've created. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah it, and we're 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 actually we shot a trailer for it. We've got a really fun team. By the way, it's of called people. Going Both Ways. Yes, yes, Going Both Ways. He, Adam had mentioned that, but whatever. Oh, you did. Sorry, no, but not, yeah. I don't mean to. That's fine. Nope. No way, problem it, plugging you know, it again. It's fun saying your name because it's so. Uh, it's a great name, both of you. Thank you. But um, it also, you know, whenever I meet an Adam, and we've known each other for a while, it's yeah. just interesting. It's cool because I, I you know think of it, the yeah. name is so closely Same with Todd. If I meet a Todd, I always find brother. It, I always find it weird when I meet a non-Jewish Adam because growing yes. up, all Adams were Jewish. Yes, Jewish. I know one yeah. non-Jewish Adam, and it's kind of, or maybe two. So you guys and have a, a, a GoFundMe going for this well, project, y- yes? So it's similar. It's not GoFundMe. It's Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Yes. So I-N-D-I-E, Go-Go, G-O-G-O. Go. And like you could go just go look it up there. Go, go to just look up Indiegogo. going both ways, or you could. We have a, a landing page website that we created for it called goingbothwaysshow.com. Yeah, and uh, please. I check bet that, that gets out. a lot of traffic from people who are looking for yeah bisexual for, porn. Good. I, I, hey, I'm that's sure, okay. But, uh, whatever. Between the two whatever. of us, we are. I mean, a bisexual we have person. a very, we are bisexual <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah, and yeah. so we're looking to really. We want people who are gay, straight, whatever. You you are sure and and we think this has a you know, we're just excited about yeah, it and we want to be making it to watch it and yes. to and and uh, quite honestly to donate to this to our uh page on indiegogo going both ways whatever it is you can um and what do people get if they donate is are there freebies are there do they get to be well, part of it somehow mainly hand if someone donates i think it's is it five thousand uh, they can receive uh, my very first uh, blowjob. Hey, <laughs> I think wow. that's wow. however we right do now. need a. Uh, 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 you a know, we might a have a to do condom. a little testing or whatever. You'll probably put three condoms <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might need a few condoms, some flavored condoms, <laughs> yes. but it can happen. Yeah. Stone and stone. In our time remaining, we are going to have to play this game that we play with all guests. It's okay. called Ask Me No Questions. Ask me no questions. Ask me no questions. Now, yeah. normally when I have two people, I call on you to answer which one I, you know, should answer the question. But I, since it's you two, I think you should just call out your answers together, okay. talk over each other, do what you would normally do. What is your least favorite thing about your twin? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. We don't. Yeah, I don't think I, we could even. Yeah, I, I, I really I like each other. Really I don't do. even say that. Like, to, we, I don't know yeah. what I. No, it's not a lie. I don't I, think I would I, even I have feel one. bad. 
for like if someone insults him, I get angry. Or, Same or, here. You know, so it's really like That's we're very sweet. protective. I wish I had someone like that of, in my of life. Don't worry, other. Adam. You know, you we're will. almost like each other's and kids. And you're cool. Todd, so we thank can you. Like we're almost like like Absolutely. a child. It's like you you don't. I mess defend with, him, and you know, it's like in, uh, yeah. from uh, people who are very close to him. Yes, and others like who jokingly might saying be something. It's like don't don't go there. Interesting. Yeah. Which of you has a bigger penis? Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun, good one. I don't, to be fair, I don't think there's be an answer. It would to get hard uh, no, to be together. Yeah, I really don't know the answer because I haven't seen them They look identical. Hard. You've seen so them soft. Flaccid. Yeah, oh, of we've course. only seen I mean, them soft. And they look exactly the, I mean, they yeah. should be identical, right? Should we show everyone? No. Yes. Uh, please. please. No, I think We'd like I, to determine. You know, it, yes, I would. think that I'm small. I used to think I was average to big. Now I think I'm average to small. Well, listen, Adam, I know. You know that I'm okay. Yeah. Because... I've seen I don't know why seen a lot I of penis. That. Well, yeah, I mean, not maybe not as many as you. I don't know why I think. That. <laughs> no, but 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 I. Sorry, Nobody has. I'm By kidding. the way, just real quickly. But no, I've I, seen a bunch, and I think that um, uh, I we're not huge, but I think we're respectable. Average. We're we're yeah. Circumcised, I, I, but hold on, yeah. just real quickly. Average. Long. You this know, occurred like to me recently. The girth isn't as everyone as talks about the girth of the penis. Yeah, we're like decent long, yeah. but not, like why like, aren't there just penis sleeves? Have you ever thought about that? What do you mean? Like you mean? a nice form, like a really fairly tight, well, you could just fit in penis sleeve, and then you'd have a bigger penis. Why hasn't anyone invented that? Well, it wouldn't work during sex. You wouldn't want the, to suck on a sleeve. Or no, no, we're not sucking. Uh, normal You're just saying just to... Yeah, to make your penis thicker. Let's say even with a woman. I think those those do exist. I think there are dildos where you can actually stick your penis in In to the dildo and then stick the dildo into her while your penis is inside, or him, while your penis is... I think that exists. But I don't think that feels as good for the person doing the insertion. But but maybe as for your partner, it's at least like, oh, sorry, I have a small dick, but at least I can make you... (laughs) All my boyfriends have demanded it. Uh, have you ever considered finding a third guy who kind of looks like you and forming a triplet act? That's funny. And I know you're asking for yourself, obviously. <laughs> know, because of you well, I think you're a good-looking guy. You are a very so good-looking guy. Could I be the third star yes, brother? I'm, I'm be about you. 15 years older than both so, of you. So, but we're similarly no, heighted. You have to change that hair, Yeah, though. the hair is thrown Well, now it's uh, platinum blonde. Yeah. yeah. It's not my but, normal. But, yeah, sure. We could sure. do something. Have you ever hung out with the Scalar brothers? No, not no. at all. And and I, I'm sure they're we nice guys. We have nothing guys. against them. We've never seen the other Jewish identical twin never, comedy you know, duo. Yeah, h- hung out with no. them. I think they live in L.A. I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, never years even ago. I think them. we were in the same bar, comedy venue. But I don't. I think you should have a rumble. Uh, yeah, I think it should yeah. be the Stones versus the Scars. Um, when you were young, did you ever trade places like Peter Brady and his double on the Brady Bunch and try to fool people that you know you were Adam and you were Todd? Well, in, uh, I think in elementary, elementary school, school once we switched, we were in the same class and we switched seats. Yeah. But that's pretty I feel much bad it. giving bad answers. We've got good answers for other things. Like, I've shot myself three times in my, in my, as, my as an adult. Uh, we, <laughs> three separate <laughs> good I, stories. Was one of them just now? Because I no, was going to uh, ask. No, full uh, on shit myself. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we don't have enough time to get into those stories. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Please. Yeah. Uh, have you ever watched twin porn? Since we mentioned that earlier, and it's funny. Uh, um, n- <laughs> no, I've seen you know, tw- you know the little I- the pop ups for for twin porn, but yeah. I've never really. I would find it weird. Yeah, I've I, I've gotten into some lesbian porn again. My wife's not watching this and are seeing this, but uh, no. 
like two. I don't know that there is female. I assume that they have female no, lesbian porn where it's two identical twin sisters. Sure. So yeah. well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like maybe I've seen something like, but no, I mean, not. I've said this before on the air when people when people talk about like uh, having sex with a brother or a twin and how disgusting that is. It doesn't seem disgusting to me because I never had any brothers. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure. just like, Every, it's, it's another guy in the house. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. Stone and Stone, we can follow you on stoneandstone.org. How yes. else can we follow you? Uh, you that can. way, on, on at Instagram and uh, at, at Stone and Stone, spelled out Stone and Stone, or, or Twitter. Yeah. That Thank you both so much for being on the show, guys. Follow me, at Adam Sank, on Twitter and Instagram. Next week, we have Miss Gay United States and Mr. Gay United States. <laughs>